charge down the CBND, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. Rugby League. How are you doing, CB? Oh, I'm excellent. Excellent. I know we talked about this last episode as well, but you know, at the start, I'm just like wondering if I'm going to stumble over my words. And then um, I was actually, I was driving yesterday and again today, and it came into my head. I was thinking at the very beginning, did I used to say, um, welcome to Charge Down with CBND, the podcast where we take an hour of your day, an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all? Or was it just like, and where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest yeah, game don't, of all? Yeah, I don't, I don't recall the podcast part. Yeah, I don't know. Just like, I mean, I'll, they're listening to a podcast, so they kind of know that in there. Yeah. No, no, I doubt it, but I just, I was wondering if I did. Because I feel like I I'm so. missing something in the middle there, but yeah, I'm okay. probably not. I don't know. Might have to listen back, suss it out. <laughs> exactly. But what a week. What a week. <laughs> Literally, you say that every week along with the, yeah, along yeah, with yeah. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> but like your, your, your squad gets a win. My squad gets a win. It's been a wild, it's been a wild weekend. It's been a real Definitely. wild weekend. Definitely been wild. I mean, player movement, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Yeah. Like all the contract stuff. What about yeah. your tips? How'd they go? Um, I don't know, actually. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I got six out of eight. Ooh, did you go the Dragons over Tigers? Yes. Mm, that's where you yep. went wrong. That's where you yep. went wrong. And I went Titans over Broncos. Yeah, so did I. That's the only one I got wrong. Yeah. Six of eight. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm slowly catching up to you now. One yeah, by think, one. I think you're even with me, aren't you, on the tipping? Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I had a shocker last week. Not the week just gone, the one before. Oh, I think okay. I had five. I think I only got five. Yeah, there's been some pretty weird games recently. Um, and including the weekend just gone as well. There's some obviously some gimmies that we will get into and some surprises like the, I mean, I don't know who was surprised on the Broncos winning got. Well, um, if you I was surprised. After 15 minutes, you would have been surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I was surprised when the Tigers got up too. So that's yeah. um that's one thing. But we will get into some news before we get on to the week that was. Um, kicking off with some signings, shall we? Uh, Cody so. Nikarima signs um, for the 2022 season with the Warriors. So yeah. it's just thrown that was a year. That was just year. a contract option, wasn't it? Or did he actually yeah. sign? Uh, it was a contract th- option. Yeah, right? he just he's he's just um he's just activated the the player yep. option in his in his favor. Yeah, correct. Yep. Um, Rocco Berry signs with the Warriors until the end of twenty twenty four, so he, I guess, extends his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Isan Masters leaves mid season, leaves the yeah. Cowboys, and connects with the Titans until the end of twenty twenty two. I thought that was a bit odd. Like, I don't, mm. I didn't see it. I mean, he wasn't playing first grade anymore. Is the only time any... he was playing first grade was at the Tigers. Is that why? Just because he's looking for a regular spot? Maybe. Um, I'm not even sure he'll get the regular spot at the Titans, though. Mm. Just back up. Yeah. I guess yeah. for them. Just, yeah. Interesting. Leaving a team that doesn't look like it's growing too much to a team that uh, is definitely growing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the big one for you, Katoni Staggs re-signs with the Broncos. Until the hey. end of 2025. Um, Giddy up. I haven't like looked too far into it, but I know before he was signing um, and probably for the past year, 
they've been speaking or he's been speaking about him wanting to play in the halves. Mm. Uh, do you think that'll eventuate? Do you think that's part of his contract where he's going to be given a crack there or? Um, honestly, I've got no idea. There was rumors swirling like literally last week that the deal was already done and he was literally waiting to see who they were going to sign as a halfback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. There's, it's really hard to decipher what's real and what's not real at the Bronx at the minute. Cause we're just, they're being linked to literally every player, um, you know, cause they're, they're just big in the media. They're, you know, they get a big audience to their games. Like, yeah. so the media is just throwing every, throwing them into everything. So it's really hard to, to read between the lines to see what's, what's true and not, and not true. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really are throwing them into everything. It's crazy. I mean, it's getting stupid. Like <laughs> it is, but um, you know, you, as I say, it comes with the territory a little bit when you're one of the bigger clubs in a, in a, you know, in a sense, and, and um, you're one horse town as well. You know, yeah. you're always um, you're always thrown into everything, mate. It's they're they're the talk of the town at all times. So they're looking for any way to create a story to get clicks. Yep. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't know Katoni Stags whether he's whether he can play six. I don't even know to be completely honest with you. I believe he played a game last year. Yeah, he did. I just mean like, did he grow up playing six or has he played oh, six before? Yeah, I'm not can he sure. kick? I don't even know if he can kick. Um, I'll tell you what he can do. He can run the fucking ball. And he can put up his palm and knock anyone flat. Well, not anyone. he knock a lot of people flat. Yeah, I don't... I mean, maybe he's a gun at six. I, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, he's a gun at center. So yeah. moving... I hope we're not moving him, you know, just because he thinks he wants to be a six. If he's not actually a genuinely played six before. Like, yeah. he's such a gun center. Like, For sure. I wouldn't want to lose what he's already got. Yep. Um, one that isn't quite official just yet, but the Xavier Coates uh, rumored to have already signed with the Storm. I don't know how, if it's legit yet. Nothing has been officially announced, um, but they're obviously looking to find that fast replacement for Adokar once he leaves at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're happier with Stag staying than Coates, but I mean, Coates, oh, is, good, Coates is a good winger. I, I'm not as high on coats as everybody else, to be completely honest with you. Um, yeah. So, you know, I might, I might rue that. Like it's not even a, it's not even a Fafita situation. Like the Fafita situation, I said, I'm fine with it based on the money that they were throwing at him. Yeah. Um, clearly he's worth every cent with coats that you can go back to last year's pod. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it somewhere on one of those pods where like, he doesn't do it for me. I don't know what all the hype is. Like, I think he's solid, but um. I don't. Yeah, um, he doesn't. He doesn't blow me away. To be completely frank with you, I think he was terrible in Origin. Everyone talked up his talked his shit up like he shit didn't stink in Origin. I didn't think he was all that good. To be completely honest, he yeah. can't he can't fend to save his life, and he got belted in Origin last year. Every opportunity they got, they fucking nailed him. Yeah, he did get a try though. He did get a try, but he's a winger. He should get tries. Exactly. Exactly. As long as you got a good center outside you and. Potentially just, a floating half. Uh, you know, would I have liked to have kept him? Sure. But, you know, am I going to lose sleep over him going? No. And he's a winger. Like, if I, if there's any position I'm more comfortable with us finding somebody, is it's a winger. Yeah. You know, find me a fucking halfback, though. Yeah. I think even Herbie Farmworth can go out there. Um, I think he's got the potential to be a winger. Yeah. You know, we've got Jesse Arthurs, who prior to his injury and last year, he looked really good. You know, it, it was good last week. 
Yeah, and he was good last week, considering you know he's just working back from injury. Um, yeah, look I, again though, you know you could probably pick any number of wingers playing Queensland Cup right now and throw them straight in there, and they'll they'll do a job. You know what I mean? It's not as it's not as critical as um, as in the halves, as an example, which is where we're really trying to figure ourselves out right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, just on the news front, uh, I don't know if you've already seen, but Josh Hodgson has stepped down as captain. Um, due to his form, his dip in his form, and also because he's injured. Um, a lot of rumors. A lot of rumors. Again, fucking Broncos thrown in there. Is I read today though that literally the Broncos may have internally had a conversation about whether they should go after him. That, that doesn't mean they have. They have, apparently <laughs> they've not said a single thing to him or his manager or anything like that. It's again, this is just fucking courier mail bullshit. Yeah. Um, hyping it all up and. Fuck, mate. Korea Mail is the CNN of Australia. Yeah, it's fucking trash, honestly. It is. Um, on the Raiders front, I just quick want to get your quick opinion. Uh, Raiders are three and five. Any luck of them slipping anymore? Yeah, I, got- we've been over it last year, last week as well, and you, they have lost against some pretty tough teams. They've had, yeah, they've had a tough draw, so it doesn't can- really concern me. They'll beat the Knights this week. Okay. And what then- if they, what if they don't? Then they got the dogs the week after, which which is a win. Yeah, they'll beat the dogs. But what if they don't beat the Knights? Um, Will that oh. change anything in your mind? No, that'll be three and six. Then they'll beat the dog the week the dogs the week after. Then they've got they've got a really tough draw this year. Like they got Storm, then they got Roosters. Like I'm just having a quick look at their. They'll they'll win in round thirteen because that's a bye. <laughs> round fourteen, they've got the Broncos. And they got St George. Yeah, look, they got a, they got a tough draw. So yeah, you maybe maybe you're under something, mate. I'm not I'm not concerned at this point. I think it's too early to rule them out. I think they're very talented, and I think Ricky will he would have fucking fed it to them this week. Yeah, most likely, most likely. They're, they're <clears throat> specials. They're specials this week for the win. Uh, are they? Yeah. Okay. After after Sticky fucking fed it to them, I promise you they'll come out. Speaking of three wins, the Titans are the first team in history. To be to have three wins at the end of round eight and still be in the top eight. Wow, that is insane. Well, just to add to that, that's not even surprising is that the Raiders are ninth with their three and five record that you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that like there's a lot of them in that group. Um, if the uh, if the Tigers get a good win this week against the Titans and maybe put a score on, like there's we're still in it. Like the, every, I think every team is still in it except for the Dogs, maybe. Mm. Um, and one last bit of news before we move on to the week that was um, not really news as more I've done a bit of research and uh, injuries for the year or not just the year but in general um, from the 480 players that's saying that every uh, every team every team has a team of 30 um, mm-hmm. so 480 players with the 30 man squads there are a total of 107 players not playing due to injury. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, and the numbers keep growing every week. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Are they still, um, are they, has there been any stats updated on like how different that is to other years? Uh, no, no. I just, I feel like it's higher than it used to be though. Like I'm sure maybe there was like, the maybe 2016 there was a huge year of injuries but 
Um, I think just by observation, I could be completely wrong, but or because maybe we're doing the pod then now, I'm doing more research than I used to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a stat that I thought I'd bring up. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. It's too many, but um, that's football, mate. Like at the end of that, it's part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. It's what they get paid the big bucks. Um, let's get into hey, the week that was. Yeah. Before you do that, I don't know if it's worth mentioning. He's obviously not in the NRL anymore, but um, Jared Hayne is um, gets his um, ruling tomorrow on his sentence for how many years he's getting because he's already yeah. been found guilty, hasn't he? He has. He's been found guilty tomorrow. Is the um, the judgment on on what his sentence will be? Yeah. What's your bet? <laughs> Are we going to play bets on this, or is this no. just no? Okay, cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, there's it's just eight. it'll be it'll be in the news all of all of tomorrow. So I just thought it was worth mentioning that people are going to be talking about. That is for Thursday the sixth. Yeah, sort of. I've um I've also been keeping track of the Jack DeBellin stuff as well, and yeah, he's yeah. um that Jack DeBellin one. It's been going for like three years now, two years. Look, I'm no expert, but that one that reeks of of dodginess. That one in terms of the 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 young lady involved. I just yeah. that one. Although, so did the Hain one at the start. And then the things started piling up against Hain. Like, all yeah. the stuff came out. But Look, I'm not even going to comment because I'm no expert and I don't have all the facts. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, it is what it is. Let's it is what it is. Was. Alrighty. So, Thursday night, we uh, kicked the week off with the Bunnies. Um, pounce on the Raiders. Beat them 34 to 20. Uh, as the Raiders did lose their star halfback in the pre-game warm-ups, um, they look a, good. They look good for fifty minutes. The Raiders. They did. They did. They um. Oh. They had showed a lot of heart, but obviously the bunnies are too good. Yeah, um, they're classy side. The rabbits. Really That's with that Latrell too. Yeah, um, and they did lose a couple as well due to injury that week as well. Mm. Um, I can't remember who it was. I think Campbell Graham potentially. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. Friday, we had the Melbourne Storm go on with the big win over the Sharks, beating them 40 to 14, uh, even after Munster had the shocking game with the boot. Oh, my goodness. Weren't expecting that, to be honest. I think we said that that might be a bit closer, but... Um... Well, actually, to be fair, that um, that doesn't actually... Uh... Oh, they should have they should have made 50, shouldn't they? Shouldn't they have hit 50? He missed five goals, didn't he? Well, yeah, but like... Uh, Adokar scored in the 19th minute. Britain Nakora scored in the 30th, and that was the first half. With a oh, yeah. the Sharks went into the half um, up due to a penalty goal. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Storm fucking and then switched, in that second half, off. yeah. So I mean, it was close. Like that 40, um, 14 isn't indicative of a game. Um, they were just a lot of fast tries when the Sharks' defense slipped through. Yeah. Um, so it was closer than it should have been. Oh, then that price, that price, that score is telling us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they obviously everyone gave it to Munster after the game and during the game he he sacked himself from the kicking at one point. I think Nico Hines tried to kick and he missed as well. It was just, <laughs> it was a shocker. Yeah, it was an a absolute weird, shocker. It was a weird night. It was. Um, let's talk about the second game on Friday though. The the Broncos pick up the second win of their year. Uh, by overcoming a 22-point deficit over the Titans, um, 36 to 28. Stick that up, you Gold Coast. <laughs> hey, hey, you want to fucking go? 
Metal we'll Dragon go. Rats for you. <laughs> oh, mate. They get a couple of, they win three games over the last couple of years and suddenly they're the fucking big dogs in town. Like, fuck out of here, mate. You're the fucking Gold Coast Seagulls, mate. Everyone's shit. <laughs> These are fucking pretenders. How many different names do you need? Fucking Titans, fucking Seagulls, fucking Chargers. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Oh, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Fuck the Gold Coast, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Maybe I'll be saying that this week. Crazy Um, ass game, though. Seriously. Really was. um, So 22 nil after 15 minutes. 22 nil to the Gold Coast Titans after 15 minutes. It was looking like an absolute fucking shellacking. They were about to put 100 on them. Yep. Like, seriously, they were going to put 100 on them. And then... Out of nowhere, like, I don't know, someone fucking pressed the button to wake the Broncos up and by halftime it was 22 all. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was crazy, man. That was a wild game. Do you know what? It was super entertaining. Hey, there was so many tries. Like, it was such a fun game. Um, Yeah. What are your thoughts? Like, do you think Gamble, uh, Tyson Gamble is what you need? He's a cheeky bastard, isn't he? He's got the niggle. He definitely has that niggle. He's fucking, he's crafted himself straight out of the Michael Ennis book of niggle. Yeah. Oi, you know what? I, when I was watching him play, I've seen him play before, obviously for the Tigers, but I was watching him on Friday night and I was, was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. And I was thinking, it's like Josh Reynolds, but with more beef. Like he's a stockier kind of um, figure, but he's got that niggle of Reynolds. Yeah, he's yeah he he does man. He's a fucking fiery little character. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I think it's what you need because Milford was soft. Uh, Croft was soft. Do you mean his underbelly, or do you just mean in general? Uh both. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, no. Look, I I liked it, and I, I liked a bit of pride. You know, he showed a bit of fight, a bit of character. Um, yeah, I think Kevy would have been would have been impressed, and um, it worked, mate. Like he got under their skin a little bit too, didn't he? He did that. He did, um, and yeah, Milford just played his part, obviously. Yeah, P- Pango he- had a ripper of a game. Isako, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, Isako had- was. Isako is the weirdest player. Hey, he can, like, he's a literal world beater. He has all the talent. Yeah, but like, you just don't know what you're getting from him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, in the first fifteen minutes, he looked like fucking rubbish. Yeah. and then it was just like. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> well, like he, his defense in that game wasn't great, let's be honest. But his offense, yeah. where it mattered, was stellar. Yeah. And he he um he was in the right positions. Like, you know, you got to give him credit for just being in the right position, supporting the play. Um, yeah. I was worried that he might have bombed that try on the inside from Pangai where he sort of got past his defender. But there was like two or three Broncos inside of him. All they had to do was pass it and they, they scored on the sticks. But thankfully... They fell off him, and, and he ended up scoring on the sticks anyway. Um, yeah. But he's—he certainly. I, this is where it sometimes can be a problem for some of these boys. Like, I wonder if like they all—they all, they all want to be the hero, you know? Mm. They've all got a little bit of that in them, which is um, which is concerning at times. But I thought he was—I thought he was amazing. Um, I thought that Corey Oates was good bringing the ball back. I think he—I think he stood up pretty well. I thought Jake Turpin was shit, to be completely honest. Yeah. I thought he—I thought he was a bit of a stinker. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I'm wondering what's going with Jordan Ricky. He seems to have taken a step back. Like, yeah, he's young and with his grit. You mean, like, yeah, he's, he's getting yeah, a bit lazy. He just, 
he doesn't look hungry. Um, so he just looks a little bit off. Pangai looks awesome. Kevy seems to be getting the best out of him. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely can't complain there. I thought, um, to be honest, there's a couple of guys in that team that I just wonder if they're like a little bit comfortable that they're in the team, you know, like they're just not firing. Like, like Flegler doesn't seem to, he's not lighting my world. Um, yeah, he's um he's one of those players that, well, actually there's a few of the forwards in your team that are a bit, um, they're there because they know that they'll have a spot because there's not a mm-hmm. whole lot of options. I'm still confused that Asiata's not in that side. Like he was our 18th man on the weekend. And I just, I look at our bench, like Flegler did bugger all. Bullimore did bugger all. Kennedy was okay. Actually, Kennedy wasn't too bad, to be honest. He had a, he had a decent night. But, you know, Jordan Ricky did bugger all. Like, I just, I'd have Asiata in there somewhere. Um, yeah. He, he should be in that team for mine. But, um, and Carrigan, you know, he's a bit rocks and diamonds too. Yeah, for sure. But, hey, they got done. They got, they got the W, and we definitely are speaking too long about the Bronx because people will get frustrated <laughs> by that. But hey, hey, this one's for the Titans. <laughs> hey, fuck yourselves. For everyone watching, he was giving <laughs> two fingers. Um, <laughs> on Saturday, the first game, we saw the, the Panthers do what the Panthers do. Uh, and they win uh, by beating the Seagulls 28 to 16. Uh, you thought it would be a bit more of a closer game, but. The Panthers. Oh, it was. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was until the end when the Panthers, Panthers just know how to ice a game. Yeah. Yeah, look, with, um, what, seven minutes to go, it was it was 22 to 16. So it was it was right there. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, the, the Panthers, just that little bit more classy. Um, Cleary does what Cleary does, just keeps on keeping on. Um, exactly right. Turbo was good. I thought Cherry Evans wasn't too bad. Um, do you know who's been huge for Manly? Is that Josh, Josh Alloy? Yeah, he's gone down though. He's injured now. Oh, is he? Yeah, poor guy. He'll be out for about five weeks, I believe. Him and him and Tapao <clears throat> were fucking awesome on the weekend. Yeah, I agree. Tapao has stepped up in the absence of uh, AFB. ABF? Yeah. AFB. AFB. Um, the second game on Saturday had Gutho and Moses lead the Eels to victory over the Doggies, thirty-two to ten. Uh, that is that game is exactly what you expected it to be. Um, the no Eels surprises. were just they were just good. Like they continue to show us what they're made of. Um, I think Dogs Guth- scored two tries. They did. They did. They um they're not getting kept to donuts anymore, which is good mm. to see. I think Gutho is probably one of the best players in the competition effort-wise. Yeah. His effort is just phenomenal every week. Yeah, him him and Pappenhausen are right up there. Like, they just seem to be everywhere. Yeah. In every play, in every tackle, in every everything. They're just they're one of those guys. That's something that Asako... Sorry to bring it back to the Bronx again, but that's something... Just, it was a good point, is that Asako, his positional play on the weekend was really horrible. Hmm. Like, they were putting kicks through... And our back rowers were having to cover it because he was just nowhere to be found. He's his positional play at the back's not real good. He's got a lot to learn on that. He's, he's anyway. often in the line defending as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Gutho, you're right. His his work rate is is through the roof. Definitely. Um the final game on Saturday, on Super Saturday, we saw the Roosters put a show on against the Knights, beating them 38 to 4. Uh, but obviously the headline ended up with 
Uh, it was all about Lindsay Collins and Brett Morris, unfortunately, going down to ACL injuries. Um, and Roosters. I do want to mention, uh, in the very emotional post-game scenes, uh, we saw Josh Morris um, hug his brother Brett mm. as he was tearing up, thinking about potentially, uh, I don't know if it's been officially ruled yet, uh, but potentially career-ending injury. Um, it's pretty hard to come back from ACL at 35 years of age. Also, right at the end, very end of the game too, which even sucks even more. Yeah, they could have... I mean, it is what it is, but like yeah. they, um, yeah, they give it all literally 80 minutes. They give it all. Sam, Sam Walker's fucking stud, isn't he? He really is, man. He really is. Yeah. Um, the, obviously, the, Broncos fans are pretty sad about it. Um, I always see the memes on a, whenever the Roosters are starring and Sam Walker's on there, you see the old Spider Man memes and, um, yeah. He's yeah, he's an absolute gun. He is a future. Uh, is he? He's Queenslander, is he? Yeah, baby. Yeah, um, he is. You get your fucking grubby mitts off them, mate. <laughs> you already got Luke Keery, and you don't even want him. Yeah, well, he's you want injured. him when you want him when you want him, but then... <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's wrong with the Knights? They fucking stink. Yeah, they're not good. Eh? I think they haven't won a game since the Tigers beat them. They've got three wins, but it seems like they're way worse than what the ladder says. Like they're in eleventh with three wins. Yeah. Technically tied with the Titans who are eighth, but they just they appear to be worse than that if you just watched them on the weekend. Like fuck. Yeah. They got smashed. And they got smashed the week before. They beat the Sharks the week before that, I guess, but then they got towed up by the Titans in round five. Yeah, I don't know. They're just they're off, eh? Hmm. They definitely are. Um, the Sunday ticket started with the Warriors managing to hold off the Cowboys, being them twenty-four to twenty. Um, it's going to be interesting this week with potentially Chanel Harris Tavita back, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, the Warriors um, managing to notch off another win, and um, they're keeping with the competition, which is good to see. They are. They're in seventh, I think. Yep. Um, the final game of the round, we saw the Tigers. Also get their second win of the season, uh, beating the Dragons 16-8, to eight in, which was a very grubby win, but we got there. Yeah. we. I mean, you've got to win those games, and uh, it was good to see. It's good to see the uh, confidence boost that we get out of it. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty solid win. The Tigers were... I'm uh, sorry, the Dragons didn't play very well either, did they? Like, No. And they lost, they lost Zach Lomax early, didn't they? They um, did. Yeah, I mean, he'd done his thumb, was it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, but I just, I think across the board, like Ben Hunt, he shit the bed. Matt Dufty shit the bed. Um, obviously, losing Lomax was, was big. Yeah, they didn't um, have Ravalawa or um, Pereira, who usually are pretty good at bringing the ball back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Tigers took advantage of it, which is good to see. I'm glad that they actually did something about it. Um, Zach Sini got a try on Dabu, which is, um, which is yeah. good to see. Your boy, Joey Leilua, he had a pretty good game. He did, he did. And Dewey like, had a good game. Brooksy had a good game. Brooks had a real good game, one of his best games. Mm. Um, I do want to say, as much as like, I don't like to like crap on players, but um, Josh, uh, not Josh, um, Jimmy the Jet is obviously gone for four, five weeks, maybe six, due mm. to a pec potential tear, oh, yeah. um, whatever it is. So um, I'm glad to see Zach Sini is probably going to lock down that spot because Tommy Talau is also out for a week. Um, and yeah, it's good to see the rookie uh, get a try on debut. 
I forgot you even had the jet, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. He's done nothing. He's lost us games. Mm, he's in but the hangar. I've, I've counted them. Like, I'm pretty sure there's three games where he should go to he's... rugby union. He'd be a fucking superstar in rugby union. You reckon? The amount of open space in union in the backs with with his speed, man. Fuck, he'd be he'd be pretty good, eh? Okay, okay. We'll get some comments about that. I'm sure. Mm. I know there's a couple of union players who listen to the pod, and they'll definitely have something to say about it. <laughs> um, to cap off the week that was, I do wish to give out an award as usual. Um, this week, this week the Golden D um, almost almost went to Isako um, after his blind on Friday night. Uh, but by the end of the round, it was a clear standout win up for the D this week. Um, this week, the Golden D goes to a man who scored one try, a line break, two line break assists, and most importantly, had a record-breaking five try assists. Uh, he has he's now captured his second Golden D of the year. Congratulations to the 18-year-old halfback Sam Frickin Walker. Wow, two Golden Ds already. We're round eight. He's played what five games of footy. Um, he is absolutely killing it. The NRL fantasy app says he got four try assists, but everywhere else says five. And yeah, right. they were like, they were touting about it at the end of the game as well, saying that he's actually just broken the record with five try assists. Yeah, right. Absolutely phenomenal game. Um, so once again, congratulations to Sam freaking Walker. I have, to, I'm not going to lie. I feel like, you could have gone either way. I feel like maybe a psycho little hard done by. Well, he was he was it for the majority of the round until that game. He had more run meters. He had more tries. Like yep. he had a lot of lot of things more than than Sam Walker, and helped drive a team back from twenty two nil. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's huge. It's definitely huge. That's why I said he almost had it. Fair he can enough. have like the um the complimentary uh, the mini D. He can have the mini D. The mini D. <laughs> Is that something D. you give out or? No, that's definitely yours, mate. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. All gotcha. right. No, it's fine. I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> hey, it's cute though. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's all about how you use it. <laughs> I mean, how you give it out. Same, same. Same, same. Um, shall round we get nine. into we, round nine? Round nine. I'll, um, I'll let you kick it off. Shall we? Sure. We've got the rabbits versus the storm. I'm, fucking pumped for this one this is going to be an absolute bell ringer interesting few few moving parts which is interesting too so i'll get into it the rabbits um they line up in the number six jersey but playing fullback is cody kick walker is he wait yep wait what yeah he's in the six jersey but he's been named at fullback Oh, I just, I refreshed the page. I literally had it open and the, 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 yeah, go on. I'll switch around, I'm sure. But Cody Walker at this point is in the fullback spot. Yep. Gagai on the wing with Alex Johnston on the other one in the one jersey. Because um, he was named at fullback. Yeah, about, he was. About originally. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen Masters in the centres along with Braden Burns. Um, Dean Hawkins in the 21 jersey and 5.8 along with Benji Marshall. Where's Adam Reynolds? Injured. Uh, yeah, he's done his thumb. Same yeah, as right. um, Lomax. He'll be there out for go. about four weeks, I think it is. Ouch, that hurts him. Um, Thomas Burgess up front with Damian Cook, Tavita Totola. 
Um, Kalua Matangi in the second row with Jaden Sua. And Jai Arrow is the starting lock. Um, Kalua Matangi has been tremendous for the Rabbits. Um, interchanges, Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, Jacob Host, and Patrick Mago. For the Storm, still no Paps with Nico Hines at the back. George Jennings and Josh Adekar on the wings with Remus Smith and Granite Ollum in the centres. Munster and Hughes are in the halves. Jesse Bromwich up front with Harry Grant in the nine. Christian Welsh in the ten. Kafusi, Bromwich, Kenneth that is, and Brandon Smith round out the 13. Interchanges, Dale Finucane, Tui Kamakamika, uh, Sofa Solomona, and Dean Liramia um, is your interchange. Who you got? Uh, Storm. I've got Storm for this one. I don't think the Rabbit is going to lay down, um, but I think the Storm are less, I guess, um, they're Rubbish. less just, yeah, yeah, they're less like um, diminished. Yeah, I, the, think the, I think the Storm as well. Yeah, because of that reason or? Yeah, mate. Yeah, and yeah. the consistency in the spine, like it's. I know they're missing Paps, but like, you know, Harry Grant. Yep. Hughes, Munster, Brandon Smith in the thirteen. Like I, I Harry Grant think... was a late start for the Storm last week, and it obviously went well. Mm. Um, and he'd uh, he be he'd be the starter for us here now, mate. Yeah, he's been named there now. Mm. Um, cool, cool. We're on the same. Uh, the first game on Friday, we see the Panthers versus the Sharks. I feel like I'm having deja vu right now, but yeah, there's um, way too many repeats. So yeah, at the start of the year, they are, um, the Panthers lining up pretty much undisturbed. Um, Dylan Walker, uh, sorry, Dylan Edwards at the back with Charlie Staines and Brian Toto on the wings, Stephen Crichton and Matt Burton in the centers, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, the halves, uh, the forwards, Moses Leota, Appy Corusau, James Fisher Harris, and to round out the forwards, you've got Viliami Kikau, Kirk Capewell, and Isaiah Yo. The interchange, Tyrone May, Spencer Linneu, Matt Eisenhuth, and Liam Martin. Is he running straight, Martin? Am I right in saying that? Correct. Correct. Cool. Um, how good's Brian Toto, man? Oh. His work rate is fucking tremendous. It really is. Mm. Um, I think I, I don't know if I asked you this already, uh, but I've asked some other people. Do you reckon he's in line for an Origin jersey or not? Oh, he... He's got to be close. Yeah. I don't, I just, uh, to be honest, I'd have to have a real think about who your wingers are for New South Wales, like who you've got available. Yeah. But he's certainly, yeah, he's certainly going to be right there. Yep. At um, this point, you'd have to say he's the most informed winger in the comp, wouldn't you? I would say he is. Yeah. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, we'll have a bonus episode of the pod where we speak about uh, origin to come um, and we'll obviously give our what we believe the team should be before they are released. Um, The Sharks lining up with William Kennedy at the back. Uh, They've got Hirote and Connor Tracy on the wings with Will Chambers, William Chambers, Will Chambers (laughs) and Jesse Ramey in the centers. Uh, The halves are Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend. Uh, The forwards, Aiden Tolman in the eight jersey, Blake Braley in the nine, Aaron Woods in the 10. And to round out the forwards, you've got Britton Nakora, Wade Graham and Toby Rudolph. The interchange, Braden Trindle, Teague Wilton, Jack Williams, and Billy Magulius. Um, Wade Graham was a bit angry last week after getting taken off. Yeah. <laughs> um, who you got? <laughs> is that 
Is that a real question? Surely you can't go past Penrith, mate. Yeah, you really can't. Um, <clears throat> at home, at home too. Yeah, definitely. Will Chambers obviously locks down that Santa jersey with uh, Dugan still not cracking the side. Hmm. Um, and Matt Moylan's out as well. Uh, it's... It's say, Penny Panthers. Yeah. Well, not just that. Oh, yeah, the Panthers are going to win this. But um, Matt Moylan out, obviously you can't put him in the halves because you have Johnson and Chad Townsend. William Kennedy's been killing it at fullback. I don't yeah. believe there's a spot in that team for Matt Moylan. Yeah, he's too injury prone anyway. I feel like he'll get moved on for sure. Although Townsend's out at the end of this year, so anything can yeah. happen. <laughs> for sure. Um, second game Friday is, <laughs> is um, Parramatta versus the Roosters, um, which, you know, a lot of people would have penciled this in the diary, but like the Roosters are ravaged. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, let's get into it. Para have got Gutho at the back, along with Sivo and Ferguson on the wings, Opachik and Niakore in the centres. Uh, Brown and Moses in the halves. Campbell Gillard up front with Junior Paulo. And then Reed Marnie in the nine jersey. Um, Papalihi continues to get a start in the second row. Ryan Madison also in the second row, along with Nathan Brown at lock. Interchanges, Kafusi, Sean Lane, Dunster and Cartwright. Um, for the Roosters, Tedesco at the back with Tupo on the wing with Ikebalu. Um, Josh Morris and Manu are the centres. Um, Hutchison and Sammy Walker um, is your 5'8 and number 7. Isaac Liu up front with Ben Marsh um, and Takiaho in the 10 jersey. Angus Crichton in the back row with Nat Butcher and Victor Radley rounds it out. Interchange, Adam Kieran, Warrior Hargreaves, Fletcher Baker and Daniel Saluka Fafita. Yes, indeed. Um, obviously, so many changes. Ferrells is out for the injury. Yeah. Um, so Mask takes that spot. Brett Morris is gone, so Ikevalu comes in. How far away do you reckon uh, Suwali is? Yeah, he's in the extended reserves bench. I'm surprised <clears throat> they didn't just throw him in there in place of Ikevalu. To be completely honest. Yeah, it would have been not like a pretty good start, but. I think they might want to bring him in against a team that's probably not going to give them as much of a run. True. Um, Because you've got to remember the last time these two met, uh, Mike Acevo gave Tedesco a concussion. (laughs) Oof, that was fucking huge. He was. That'll be on the pregame highlights package, that one. For sure. Who do you have? Para. Really? Yep. I... I'm going to say the Roosters. I think the Roosters might get under the skin of the Eels this week. Yeah. Um, and frustration will beat the Eels. Yeah. Oh, look, it could go that way. I mean, Paris a good side, but yeah. and the Roosters are also equally a good side. I just think that too many injuries. I think it um I think it finally gets the better of them this week. Yeah, I mean, fr- Friday night, we get to see the Panthers play, the Eels play, the Roosters play. It's going to be a good Friday. Um, first game on Saturday, we have the Raiders versus the Knights. The Raiders lining up with Caleb Aikens at the back, Bailey Simonson and Jordan Rapina on the wings, Sebastian Chris and Curtis Scott in the centres, the halves, Jack White and George Williams <clears throat> has been named in the seven jersey, despite picking up their injury last week. Um, at the forwards, we see Josh Papali'i back in the squad with Tom Starling in the hooking role and Emre Gula in 10. 
um, Corey Hardaweirda Nader, and um, with Elliot Whitehead and Ryan Sutton to round out the forwards. Uh, the interchange, they have Havili, Hudson Young, Corey Horsburgh, and Joe Tarpany. How crazy is it uh, that Dynamis Louis can't crack that side? Yeah, I've, I've, I think it's fucking bizarre. He was so good for them last year. He was. He was. You, he's got to be like, he's got to be something there. Um, Ryan James has been dropped purely on form, and Josh uh, Papali'i comes back in the side. Mm. Um, but yeah, Dynamis Louie, I don't know what you're doing wrong there. He's, <clears throat> he's upset someone. <laughs> he has, he has, uh, the Knights are lining up with Ponga at the back with Musgrove and Heimel Hunt on the wings in Nari Tuala and Bradman Bess in the centers, the halves in five, eight, you have Kurt Mann and in the half back Phoenix Crossland finally gets a run after, uh, the injuries to those sevens. Mm. Um, the forwards, Dave Clemmer, Jaden Braley, Daniel Saifiti, uh, Tyson Frizzell, who's been killing it, Mitch Barnett, who's been killing it, and Connor Watson in that 13 jersey. Uh, the interchange, Suaso Sue, Jacob Saifiti, Brody Jones, and Pasami Sulu. Hmm. Lachlan Fitzgibbon ain't too far away either. They need every troop they can find. They do. They're in a bit of a hole. <clears throat> they are. Um... You know what? I think they nuts. get. I think they get out of the hole this week. Do you want to put money on it? Yeah. All right. Twenty bucks. I'll okay. take the rest. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll just call it lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Cool. Um, yep. You can do the next one. You might as well do Tigers versus Tits. Yep. Tigers. Tigers versus Titans. Um, second game on Saturday. Uh, the Tigers are lining up with Dane Laurie at back, uh, David Nofaluma and Zach Sini on the wings. Joey Leilua and Mo Zembai comes into that centre role um, as Tommy Talao is not there. Uh, the halves, Adam Dewey and Luke Brooks. The forwards, James Tamo, Jake Simpkin gets that uh, starting role again. Um, Alex Tall on the 10, Luke Garner, Luciano Leilua and Joe Offahengawi in the 13. Uh, the interchange, uh, Jacob Little actually makes his return. Hey. Um, Stefano Utuikamanu, Alex Seifarth, and Thomas Makeli. Um, I'm glad Zay, uh, Zayn Musgrove isn't cracking that side. Um, I don't, <laughs> you don't like him? No, nah, not a fan. Not a fan. I wouldn't mind seeing Sean Bloor back in the side, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, for those fantasy owners who have Jake Simpkin, um, are a bit nervous that Jacob Little is back on the bench. Um, but he's only did back you, on the bench for this week, I reckon. Did you pick up Simpkin? I did. So you're going to trade him out this week? Nope. You don't think Little's going to take his spot back? Nope. Plus, I don't want to waste a trade on it. <laughs> I've, got, um, I've got other fires to put out. <laughs> me and you both. I think Little comes back into the side properly. You reckon? Honest. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think Simpkins has been killing it. And obviously, the only reason I believe Jacob Little is there, not because obviously he's probably been really good in the reserve grade, and training, but um, the absence of Tommy Talao in the centers means that Mbai has to move into the centers. I think next week Mbai moves back to the bench, Talao's back in the side, and uh, Little's gone. Anyways, Titans are lining up with Alexander Brimson at the back, Anthony Don and Philip Sami on the wings with Brian Kelly and both Thurma in the centers due to the absence of Corey Thompson. 
Um, the halves, Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty. Uh, the forwards consist of Jared Wallace, Mitch Rain, Tino Fasua Malaawi is back. Uh, Kevin Proctor, David Fafida, and Tyrone Peachy. The interchange is Mo Fodawaka, Herman SASA, Jamin Jolliffe, and Aaron Clark. Um, he said Masters has been named in the 21 jersey, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, straight in. Straight in. He was at training today. Who you got in this one? Um, I this have is, the, I this have the a tough one. It's it, a tough one, hey? It is. I think coming off the back of the Titans' loss against the Broncos, they're going to be uh, like trying to obviously claw it back there. Um, the Tigers are notoriously bad defensively, and I think if um, if we can't stop Davis with feeder, he's just going to peel holes through our team. Mm. I honestly think this is one of those games that's like a toss of a coin, to be completely honest. I'm probably going to go Titans, but if the Tigers won, like I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, fair enough. Who who are you going then? Titans? Yeah. Cool. Um, Saturday night, we got the Cowboys up against the Broncos in North Queensland. Yes, indeed. So Cowboys, <laughs> um, Val Holmes at the back with Felt and Tulagi uh, on the wings. Javid Bowen, is in the center with Limilu, um, Drinkwater and Clifford in the halves, Cohen Hess up front with Reese Robson, Jordan McLean in the 10 jersey, Shane Wright in 11, Ben Condon in 12, and Jason Tamalolo in the 13. Granville is your interchange in the 14 jersey with Lachlan Burr, Frankie Molo, and Corey Jensen rounds out the 17. Uh, the Broncos, uh, Jermaine Asako at the back with Coates, and Oates on the wings, uh, Farnworth and Arthurs are in the centers, Milford and Gamble is your halves with Matt Lodge up front with Payne Haas and Turpin in the nine jersey. Jordan Rickey holds down 11 jersey with Pangai Jr. and Carrigan rounding out the 13. Interchange, super sub 14, Danny Levi, Tom Flegler, Ethan Bullimore and Reese Kennedy. I believe that's the same 17 from last week for those wondering. Check you out that 18 jersey. Oof. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> that uh, is disgusting. That's Dale Copley for anyone um, wondering. Why? Just why? I honestly don't know. Fucking I don't hell. know. Seriously. <clears throat> what the fuck's going on? Um, for those wondering, the Cowboys are $1.54 favorites. Broncos $2.50. Yeah. I think that's good money for the Bronx, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think the loss of Ben Hampton is a big one, like bigger than people might expect for the Cowboys. Um, he was playing a good role in that um, six or seven jersey. He was in the halves partnering uh, drink water. Yeah. Jake, Jake Clifford gets his turn back in the side. But I think, yeah, Ben Hampton going down is a massive out and he'll be gone for, um, I believe it could be up to 13 weeks due to his pec injury. Fair enough. I think um, <clears throat> just for the Bronx fans that uh, that fancy that fancy the Bronx to get a win here, um, same game multi, Broncos head to head. Do you reckon Broncos one to twelve, or do you reckon they can get up thirteen plus? No, one to twelve. One to twelve. Anytime try scorer. Throw in there a uh, Xavier Coates, maybe a Jermaine Asako. Yeah. 
$16.25 odds. It's not bad. I like that. Not bad at all. I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to go Bronx. I am also going to go Bronx. It scares me, but I'm going Bronx. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the first game on Sunday. Wait a minute. Sunday. It's yeah, definitely Sunday. It is Sunday, but the uh, NRL.com says Saturday, 2 p.m. <laughs> huh. um, Saturday at 2 p.m. means Sunday at 2 p.m. at Lotto Land. We have the Manly Seagulls versus the Warriors. Um, Manly are almost the same team with a couple of outs. Uh, Tommy Trevojevic at the back, who's been killing it. Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick on the wings. Brad Parker and Morgan Harper in the centers. Kieran Foran partners DCE in the halves. Um, the forwards consist of Taniela Paseca, uh, Lachlan Croker, Sean Kepi in that 10 jersey. Um, Akula uh, uh, Alakua Artu. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Akula Uate. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't played Matt in a long time. Um, Josh Schuster in the 12 and Jake Trevojevic in the 13. Uh, the interchange is Cade Cust. Moses Suli is back on the side. Um, J- uh, Zach Sadler and Sipley. I'm curious. They've got Cade Cust and Moses Suli in the interchange there. Will that change? I don't know. George Tafu is in that 21 jersey as well. Um, it's a bit interesting to see uh, they've got two players who aren't forwards um, in that interchange. Well, aren't big forwards anyway. Uh, the Warriors lining up with RTS at the back. Uh, they have Kossi and Mamalo on the wings with Adam Pompey and Rocco Berry in the centres. Um, currently named in the six jersey, we have Reese Walsh and the seven is Cody Nicarima. Uh, the forwards, Jermaine Tanua-Brown, Wade Egan and Kane Evans. And to round out the forwards, you have Josh Curran, Alicia Katoa, and Tohu Harris. The interchange, Jazz Tavanga, Lisa Namau, Bunty Afoa, and Bailey Sirenen. Um, Just chilling in that 20 jersey at the moment, we have Chanel Harris-Devita, who uh, could potentially make a late inclusion. I just, I don't know what they're going to do because you can't leave Reese Walsh out that team. No, there's too many, too many options. Yeah. Is it? Uh, not Brad Arthur. What's his name? Uh, Nathan Brown. What's Nathan, Nathan Brown, Brown going to do? Yeah, I honestly don't know. I, I think you're right. I think it's. I think Reese Walsh is too good to be leaving out of that side. Um, do you where, maybe? Where else? I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if Nicarima is the odd man out. To be honest, if if they decide they want to play um, Harris, yeah. If they say he has to be in that in that team, then. Nicarima is the odd one out, and, and you put you put Nicarima in that fourteen jersey. Yeah, and come on for Wade Egan because I mean Wade Egan's not tearing it up in the hooking role. No, and you could probably potentially even just slot Egan into the nine and have sorry hat slot Nicarima into the nine and have Egan come off the bench. Yeah, throw another ball player in there. Mm. Um, who you got for this one? I'm going to go Manly to be honest, but. Um, I'm, I'm really 50-50 on this one too. Yeah, I think this one could go either way. Um, I'm I'm going to back the Warriors for this. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to back the Warriors. Like, Manly's obviously going to want to prove that the loss against the Panthers wasn't anything massive. And I just think that they're really... Form. 
they're, yeah, I think they're just really close to to winning games. Like they're just really in them. I, you know I mean? agree. I think the loss of um, Aloe and my Depau is big though. It is big losses. Yeah, <clears throat> you're right. So I'm going for Warriors. Cool. Um, Dragons Dogs is the last game of the round. This one's um, uh, home game for the Dragons. They got Dufty at the back with Cody Ramsey and Fiage, uh in the five. Jack Bird and Fui Maiano is named in the centres with Corey Norman and Ben Hunt in the halves. Blake Laurie up front with Andrew McCulloch and Paul Bourne. Josh Kerr, Tarek Sims and Josh Maguire is your lock. Um, Famosili uh, on the 14 jersey. Billy Burns, Daniel Alvaro and Cade Ellis round out the 17. Um, for the dogs, um, Dallin Martini-Zalesniak is your fullback with Nick Kotrick and Nick Meany on the wings. Hoppawade and Corey Allen in the centres. Avrilo and Flanagan are the halves with Napa. Um, Luke Thompson up front with uh, Katoa in the nine jersey. Adam Elliott in the 11. Um, Chris Smith in 12. And Corey Waddell is your 13. Interchange, Bradley Dietz. Uh, Renew for Tony. And Ava Sumanufungai. Sumanufungai. Why not? <laughs> um, and Matt Dory is the 17. It's uh, um Dragons are favourites at a dollar twenty eight. Yeah, I'm going dogs for this. I um, are you? Yeah, man, I'm going the dogs for this one. I think the dragons are down in the dumps. I um I am suddenly believing in what I said last week. Uh, the the Josh Maguire curse. It lives on. It does. <laughs> it really does right now, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, Bulldogs. Wow. Bulldogs by twelve. Wow. I'm 14. not ready. I'm not ready to put the dogs in the winning column, but um, hey, you could be right. You could be right. I'll I'll tip them too. Don't you worry. Yeah, I'll, yeah, they'll we'll... be on my tips. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> you might um, as well throw some bets on because you got a couple of good ones this week. I, gonna, yeah, I think I will. If you're going to go down that avenue, there's a couple of sneakies. Do you want me to bring it up and let you know what your odds would be? Yeah, go on. In the meantime, though, uh, you got dragons, yeah? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Cool. What is what you reckon is going to be game of the round? Storm bunnies. There's so many injuries. It's kind Panthers of fucking sharks. ruining it. Don't you feel like it's being ruined a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, roosters, meals. So if you go, just the just the ones that were like outsiders. Did you say roosters or para? Ah, uh, roosters. Did you say Newcastle over the Raiders? I did. Tigers over Titans? No. No. Um, Broncos or Cowboys? Uh, I went Broncos. Manly Warriors? Warriors. And then you went Dogs? Yep. Holy shit, mate. Just those five outsiders that you went in that game. So I went Roosters, Knights, Broncos, Warriors, Dogs. So five legs. Mm -hmm. $160.99 are the odds for those five getting up. So throw 20 bucks on it. Fuck mate. That's massive. So just to put that into perspective, you put you put 20 on that, that's over three grand return. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll do it. So and then if you just throw in the others, so let's just do the round. You going yep. to storm? Uh yeah. 
Penrith. Ah, uh, yep. Then you went Roosters, Knights. Did you say Gold Coast? I did. Then you said Broncos. Then you said New Zealand. Then you said Canterbury. $370.55. Do you know where I think you go wrong? What leg falls over? Not even that. I just think that there's eight games and you've picked seven away teams. Yep. And that just, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just, un, it, it'd be very, very, very unusual to have seven <clears throat> away teams get up. Yeah. Um, the only home team you've picked is Penrith over Cronulla. But anyway, at, a, at that at that money, putting putting a sneaky 20 on it, will net you $7,411. Consider it done. I'm tempted to throw a little something at that myself. <laughs> I mean, the, my, the, the things I've picked aren't out of, like, it's possible. They're all possible. Yeah. I think the, the Canterbury one is probably the one that frightens me the most, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, no, fair enough. I'm just going to keep oh, on. And the, and the para rooster, sorry. I, th- I just, I think para is just, they're in form. They are. They are. Um, but anyway. We'll see. We'll see. We will get the heck out of here, though. Um, thank you all so much for listening once again. Um, if you do listen on iTunes, feel free to drop us a review. Um, five star, if you will. Uh, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at thechargedown.podcast for some lovely artwork of uh, each week's Golden D. And who knows, there might be even a little mini D as well in this, this week. Sammy Walker just keeps on keeping on. He really does. He's going to have another blinder against the Eels. Oof. Um, but yeah, as I said, we're going to get the heck out of here. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.